It's up to you as the modern agent to do anything that you can as much as you can to build the strength of the trust and the relationship with the client. Today, we're going to discuss how to handle getting fired as an agent. Mm -hmm. If you haven't already, someday you will be fired either as a buying agent or a listing agent. And it's not fun. No, it, it hurts. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you're the type of person who gets emotionally invested into your transactions and into the relationships that you form with your clients, it hurts even more. So this recently happened and I wanted to just go through the thought processes that I go through when I get, you know, when I got fired or when I've been fired so that hopefully you guys can take something from that for the next time you get fired. Cause you will not a hundred percent of your clients are going to have a good experience. It's just law probabilities. It's just, the, it's just the reality of the matter. It's going to mm-hmm. happen. Uh, you can't always control the outcome of your transactions. And sometimes the outcome of your transaction ends up causing you to get fired, even though you didn't necessarily do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you an example. Let's say you're a buyer's agent and you've been working really hard. You built a good relationship with the client. You've written an offer for the client. The offer got rejected. Then you write another offer on another house. It gets rejected. Then you write a third offer and it gets rejected. Now, if your client gets rejected on three offers on three different houses, they might fire you. Mm -hmm. Because even though in your heart, you know, you didn't do anything wrong. Maybe they didn't take your advice on the price or maybe they did and it just wasn't good enough or maybe some combination thereof. But sometimes people get frustrated and they want to make a change. Right. Even though you didn't do anything wrong. And that that's when it hurts the most. Right. When you get fired, when you know in your heart that you really didn't do anything wrong, that's really, that's a, that's a bummer. It's hard to deal with that. And maybe another example would be you're the listing agent. Mm-hmm. Let's say you get an offer accepted and then the home inspection comes, comes along and the buyers ask for a ton of repairs too much more than the seller is willing to do. Mm-hmm. And of course you got to present that information and you have to yeah. try to negotiate it and help the seller navigate through that process. Well, the seller and then maybe the the buyer walks away and, and bails out on the deal. The seller might fire you as the listing agent and hold you accountable for that. Mm-hmm. Even though maybe it's not really your fault, but you can't control what the buyer asks for. You can't control right. how the seller reacts to it. And then of course you can't control that the buyer backs out of the deal. You can't control any of those things, Mm -hmm. but usually as the quarterback of the transaction, you're the one that takes the responsibility when they go bad. I don't have a lot of good advice as to how to deal with preventing getting fired. Other than to say the stronger your relationship with the client, Mm -hmm. the less chance that you'll be fired. Right. So from the very beginning, It's up to you as the modern agent to do anything that you can as much as you can to build the strength of the trust and the relationship with the client. So that down the road later in the transaction, if something goes poorly, the client feels like it went poorly to both of you. Right. We talked about this in previous podcasts. Um, you want to make home feel like a team effort, right? It's not just, you know, putting the responsibility in you as the agent, but everyone together working as a team. So you got to strengthen that relationship early on. The word team is what I like. I like the word team. I use the word all the time. Lowell and I, we're in this together as a team. Mm -hmm. We're going to go through some highs. We're going to go through some lows. 
selling a house can be a very difficult and stressful process. Sometimes you have to sell it two or three times. Mm-hmm. Buying a house can be a very st- stressful process. Sometimes you got to make two or three offers before your deal gets accepted. And no matter what happens, Lowell, I'm going to be here with you every step of the way. Mm. And we'll get through this together. Yeah. That's the kind of role, that's the kind of role play and the kind of script that you want to lead off with at the beginning of the relationship. Mm-hmm. So that down the road later in the relationship, when something does go bad, the client understands that, hey, it went bad to both of you. Mm-hmm. It went bad against the team. And the team's got to get back up, get back on the horse and try again. Right. That can sometimes minimize the chance of getting fired. Okay. Now, obviously, if you do something unethical or if you do something untalented or you make a mistake, you might get fired. There's not a lot you can do about those things. Right. But we're talking about when things happen that are outside of your control that really mm-hmm. weren't your fault. Now, the other half of this conversation is to how to deal with getting fired. And just recently I had a conversation with an agent who was in this similar situation. Some things outside of this person's control had happened mm-hmm. and the client had fired the agent. Worse than that, the client fired the agent out of being a buyer's agent, but this, they were still in the middle of a listing relationship that was uh, not even completed yet. Gotcha. So this is even worse, even tougher. Yeah. It's a, it's a double blow. Yeah. Not only did the agent get fired from the job of being a buyer's agent, but this person had to maintain a professional relationship with the same client for the other side of the transaction, the listing side. Mm. So that's even, that's even tougher. Yeah. Can you imagine being in that situation where you've just been hurt? Your ego has been bruised. You've been emotionally hurt. You, you're feeling rejected. You're feeling frustrated and disappointed. You're also feeling like, what the heck? This isn't my fault. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do, but you still have to be professional to manage the other side of the transaction. Mm -hmm. And I said the word already twice. I want to say it again. Be professional. When you get fired, you have two ways that you can respond to being fired. You can be, you can be irrational and emotional Mm -hmm. and immature, or you can be professional. Now, obviously everybody listening here knows what you should be. You should be professional, but let's dive deep a, a little bit into the ramifications of either of those options. Right. If you allow your emotions to dictate your behavior, when you get fired, you are reinforcing the, that the buyer or the seller made the right decision to fire you. You are making a fool of yourself. You're embarrassing yourself and you're acting in a way that you will later regret. Okay. So part of the emotional intelligence and the emotional maturity of being a professional real estate agent involves checking yourself when you feel that way mm-hmm. and backing off and backing up and controlling your emotions before you allow your clients to see that behavior, which like I said, just reinforces that they made a good decision and all those other negative you know, results of doing that. On the contrary, being professional in the face of a rejection is one of the most classiest things you can do. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's one of the things that you will feel proud of yourself for doing. Right. When a client fires you, and you maintain your professionalism as you communicate to that client, if nothing else, it might make the client second guess their decision. Absolutely. Absolutely. At a, at a minimum though, the client will have a, a more respect for you than they had when they fired you. Mm-hmm. So the level of respect and, and understanding will go up and not down. Why does that matter? I'm not sure that it matters too much, except 
I would rather have a client who fired me increase their level of respect that they have for me afterwards Mm -hmm. because they're going to go out with their friends and their family and the rest of their people and the rest of their lives. And they're going to tell some people that they fired me because people are going to ask, how's their home sale going? How's their home purchase Mm -hmm. going? And I would much rather they go out and say, Hey, you know, I had an agent just didn't go right. Had to pick a new one. He was great, but just wasn't working out. So I got a new one. I would much rather that be the way I'm spoken of as opposed to I had some idiot agent that was crazy and immature yeah. and unprofessional and I'm fired and yeah. I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I did. So again, what, what are we talking about here? We're talking about things you can control versus things you can't control. Yeah. I've been re- reading a lot of uh, stoic philosophy and stuff like that. And they always talk about, you know, if it's, if it's things that you can't control, you shouldn't get emotional about it. Yeah. So I think what you're saying is from a stoic perspective, Mm-hmm. Focus on what you can control. Exactly. And don't allow what you can't control to, to impact the way you feel. Exactly. And that is a powerful concept that most people struggle to employ, including myself mm-hmm. a lot of times. I try to. But the concept is very simple. If you can't control it, don't worry about it. You have to be very mindful of, of your reaction. Yep. Right? Yep. Mindful of the situation too. It's very easy to, again, uh, fly off the handle when your ego is insulted. Right. And your ego is attacked when you take the high road. Again, you just, what you just spoke about, they're going to have a little more respect for you. And again, they could be second guess, you know, second guessing their decision later. Yeah. You know what? Maybe you're getting fired and the way they see the way you, you respond to that professionally. Maybe they calm down the next day and call you back and say, Hey, you know what, Logan, we made a mistake. We want to get back on the horse with you. And we really appreciate the way you, conducted yourself yesterday and we're mm-hmm. sorry. We apologize. We were just upset. You know, we've been frustrated along the process and, uh, if you'll have us back, we want to come back. Yeah. Yeah. That's another benefit of acting in a professional manner when mm-hmm. you get fired. Cause you have a chance of saving the relationship. Now, mm-hmm. some people say, well, I don't want to save the relationship if they fire me. I say, Hey, that's your decision. Right. But the way I look at it is if I get fired and I'm able to conduct myself in a professional manner mm-hmm. and that buyer or seller sees that, takes a moment to disconnect and, and settle and center comes back to me and says, Hey, you know what? I'm, we're sorry. We were just upset and we want to keep going with you. I always want them back mm-hmm. as long as they weren't disrespectful. Right. You know, if somebody's disrespectful to you, it's kind of different, but if somebody just fires you because they're upset or because they think that you did something wrong or, or they think you're the problem or whatever, a lot of times that's just an emotional reaction to disappointment. Well, just like the first episode of the podcast that you were talking about, a lot of times people's stress and crazy level gets up into that orange and red and they act accordingly to that. And then they just need a day to cool off. And maybe what they said was in the, in the moment, in the heat of the moment, they're super emotional. And again, how you react to that, if you give them time, maybe it will, you know, something good would come out of it. The other thing that you as an agent can do to minimize the sting of getting fired. You know what it is? What's that? Have more clients. I say this all the time. Mm-hmm. If you lose a client, and whether it's you're getting fired or if it's a lead that you didn't convert or whatever, the easiest way to mitigate a loss is to diversify that loss. Mm-hmm. In other words, if you have two clients and one of your clients fires you, you just lost 50% of your clients. Yeah. If you have 10 clients and one of them fires you, you just lost 10% of your clients. Right. See the difference? Mm-hmm. Now, it seems simple and silly, but it's I mean this. The best way to mitigate 
the loss of a client is to have more and more and more. Mm -hmm. It doesn't hurt as much and it doesn't hurt your pipeline. It doesn't hurt your bank account. Mm -hmm. It doesn't hurt all those things when it still hurts, but hurts less. Yeah. You follow? Very important concept. I always talk about that. Uh, a lot of a lot of times I bring it up when somebody has a deal that falls through. Mm-hmm. They say, Logan, I lost my deal, my my four, $400,000 deal. I lost it on appraisal. I'm so bummed out. What, what should I do? And then I say two things. I said, well, did you lose the client? Well, no. Mm-hmm. Okay, then you're fine. You're going to make your sale six weeks later than you thought you were, but you're still going to make your sale. Right. You're fine. As long as you lose a deal and keep it's the client. It's just postponed. It's just down down later. You need sales yeah. two months from now too, don't you? Mm-hmm. And then the second thing I say, which is easy to say, but the second thing I say is, hey, look, what else you got in your pipeline? Well, I got six other pending sales. Okay, so what are we talking about? It's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it hurts, but it's not catastrophic. But if that right. was your only deal, right, it is catastrophic for you. Because that's what I'm thinking about. I'm putting myself in the shoes of the the new agent that probably has one or two clients and you get fired, that's going to sting a lot more than someone who has 10 active clients. Right. 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 And you know, somebody who has 10 active clients is more likely to get fired because they're more Mm -hmm. likely to not be doing the greatest job with 10 people. Right. You know what I mean? Just naturally your, your, your bandwidth is spread so thin. Mm -hmm. So you're more likely to get fired or have somebody have a bad experience when you have 10 clients and when you have two, but when you have two and you lose one, like you're saying it Mm -hmm. hurts. Right. It really hurts. So speaking to those newer agents that that might have two clients and might lose one, I'd say, look, that stinks. Get more clients. Mm-hmm. Get back on the horse. Have a, have a day to feel bad and then get back to work. Mm-hmm. Because feeling bad is one of those things you, you can't control that you got fired. So feel bad about it. Rub it off. Rub the dirt on it. Keep going. Because... Nothing's going to do, nothing's going to fix that, that pain except for another new client. You know what I mean? I kind of, I kind of, uh, do this every time I have a negative experience with, um, a client in general, I always feel like the next day afterwards, like I, I step it up. It's almost, uh, I, I treat it as a learning moment and I step up my game a little bit with, with my future clients or the current clients I have now. And if people shift their mindset to that versus like a uh, stab to the ego, just use it as a learning moment. You know, take like you said, take a day to kind of assess the situation, and then provide a higher level of service to the rest of your clients or your future clients. Right on. Go get them. 